All right. Uh, we're officially calling an audible. Episode two. Two. Four. Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. <laughs> W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, Robert Nixon, Cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that thought RBG died a decade ago. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, a man who is not here, Ryan Long, could not make it today. So producer Chris is on the show. What's up, producer Chris? <laughs> also a man who's not here. Uh, please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and link to our Patreon, featuring at least two new bonus episodes every single month. I just did a bonus show, another crossover show with Dick Masterson and Sean, the audio engineer mm-hmm. that we put out yesterday on the Patreon. We reviewed a show called Life with Herpes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was two women talking about how they have herpes. It was fun. <laughs> And we talked a little bit about uh, Fuck Whales, a few more chapters from Maddox's book. So get over to Patreon and check that out. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Life by Design. This suggestion came in from Hack the Movies in the Review Suggestions channel of our Discord server. We have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand Let's get into it. This is a show that's hosted by Christy Love and her husband, Stephen Dela Cruz. And I want to start off with a clip that explains who these people are. We are a husband and wife, business owners, investors, entertainers, motivational speakers, best-selling authors, and life coaches. Okay. Did you pick up on all of those points that they just made? Yeah. They're business owners, investors, entertainers, motivational speakers, best-selling authors, and life coaches. Now, life coaches and motivational speakers, I kind of feel like you got to pick one or the other. Correct. Right? Yeah. I'm a podcaster, and I also host a show. <laughs> right. Like I, well, I mean, you can really stretch that list out. Yeah, right. It, it seems like a lot. Also, best-selling authors. Yeah. What's what's with the word best in best selling? It doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah. Should it be like good or decent? <laughs> good selling authors. They're decent selling authors. I sold a couple books. Best selling authors. No one's ever heard of these people, right? Not until I looked them up. Yeah. And even then it was hard. Even then, who the fuck knows what's going on? So this is them. One of the things I hate the podcasters do is when they start to overpromise things at the beginning of their show. This show will motivate, inspire, and challenge you to reach for your dreams and live a life you absolutely love. Whoa, we'll see about that. <laughs> let me let me listen to the show first, and then I'll figure out if it inspires me to live the best life I can live. <laughs> yeah, they're probably high expectations, a lot. right? Yes, they're yeah. setting, they're setting the bar pretty fucking high. <laughs> Nowhere to go but low. down, really. Right. I don't know if you picked up on this. I'm sure you did. They talk about it a lot. They want you to text. Text the number 76626 and text the word greatness. So I did this. <laughs> I texted the word greatness to 76626. You know what I got? A link to their podcast. Dummy, I know where the podcast is. That's where I found your number. 
<laughs> I don't need the link. Well, it's like looking in the mirror to see who the greatest guy is. I think that's the whole concept. Is, is that what it is? It's they're, they're trying to let me know that I have greatness? Probably not. But... Probably not. Not yet. I was hoping for like something motivational, <laughs> some type of platitude or something. I haven't gotten anything yet. All right. So Christy Love wants to introduce her husband. This is the first episode that they did. Mm-hmm. And she's introducing her husband here. And you guys get to meet my wonderful husband. I know you probably don't know who he is, but he's incredible. And I'm so excited for you guys to meet him. Probably don't know who he is? I don't know who you are, honey. <laughs> How the fuck would I know who your husband is? You probably have never met my husband. No, I definitely have not. I guarantee it. I have no idea who these people are. But apparently they think that they're very famous and important people. Oh, yeah. 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 You picked up on that? Yeah, I mean, I listened to these not knowing I was co-hosting, but yes. uh, I got the gist of that for sure. Oh, right out of the gate. Yeah. They're like, obviously, there's tons of people listening to this. This is their first podcast. And they're oh, like, there's yeah. tons of people listening to this. You guys, are uh, thank you so much. They can see their audience. It's... Yes. It's just thousands of faces and a huge mm. crowd. So they talk about their relationship, how long they've been together. Um, we have been together for about, well, just this June has been 11 years of marriage. Right. And, um, a September will be, I count, I know I'm so cheesy, but I do count the dating, uh, anniversary because that's even longer. <laughs> <laughs> so this September will be 15 years of dating. Yes. <laughs> so it has. What an insufferable couple this is. These are the worst people you never want to meet and talk to. Everything that they say is so cute and fun. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we've known each other 15 years. It's such a great couple. Everything is roses with us. Why do I care that they met at Bible school? It makes it funnier. It does make it funnier for reasons that we have not yet revealed. <laughs> so Christy talks about what she's into. As you guys know, I'm all about vision casting. I'm all about motivational stuff. I'm all about moving forward. And so... um, She left out one very important thing that she's all into. And that would be anal. (laughs) This is Christy from a video that I found yesterday. Yeah, fuck this nice little fucking asshole. Yeah, fuck this nice little fucking asshole. Oh, God! Oh, God! I did some research, too. You did some research on Christy Love? <laughs> Christy Love is an Asian porn actress who mostly does anal and stepson videos, is what I noticed. Now, this is just a little bit of research. I can only research this for like five, seven minutes at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know the full extent of it. But from what I found... So this is what's so funny about this, is you have this couple. This guy's married to a porn actress... And he's a motivational speaker and a life coach. Yeah, he, he has to coach himself a lot, I bet. There's to a really lot get of, into this. There's a lot of coaching going on. So they refer to this as entertainment. She's in the entertainment business. Sure. Very entertaining, by the way. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. She was I saw a video where she was entertaining five guys at once. Yeah. She's very entertaining. She's a good host. She's <laughs> she's the host with the most. And this is him talking about how remember they've been together for 15 years. This is him talking about how Counting long... the dating. <laughs> this is how long she's been in entertainment. And so anyways, so, you know, she definitely, you know, I, I, I've loved... How, many, how long have you been doing your entertainment? 
Mm, now, I think almost eight years. Almost yeah. eight years, for crying out loud. Was she blowing a guy while he was asking her that? It sounded like <laughs> it. So it's funny that, how long have you been doing your entertainment? Uh, you mean uh, getting gang banged by randos? It's been about eight years. Oh, oh, has it been? Has it been eight years? Wow. And it's funny because he comes back to this moments later. You could tell he's like, "What the fuck? How long has this been going on?" <laughs> uh, but you know, I've supported her, and it's been crazy this journey that she's been on in this eight years. It's so long. Um, <laughs> oh. Wait, eight years? Remember when you, you were a senior and you just said you just wanted to do it just to get a little bit of money so you could pay off your, your student loans? And Eight years you've been doing this now? Eight years, huh? I Time mean, flies. <laughs> and it's funny that they have to admit that their marriage isn't perfect. We are not perfect. Mm-hmm. Our marriage is definitely not perfect. I believe that. I, I believe that if somebody who goes to work all day comes home with... Semen pouring out of her asshole. <laughs> then maybe your marriage isn't perfect. <laughs> Sorry, I'm speechless. Yeah, I, 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 I would tend to agree. That'd be oh, exactly right. This guy is a cuck. And he even admits that he is not the husband in this relationship, quote unquote. That's who I am. I'm Stephen Delacruz. I am the wife, oh, the wife, the <laughs> husband. The truth always wants to come out. Oof. I have the what? I mean, uh, I wear the pants in this relationship. Not even. No, no one wears pants in that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so that's definitely not true. So this is an inspirational, motivational podcast that's going to get you excited about living your life. It's about life by design. And of course, anytime you have a motivational speaker, there's lots of platitudes mm-hmm. that go on. Yes. And this guy's got a few of them. I'll play some examples. Your your money grows, your impact your money grows in your pocket only as much as you grow as a person. I don't know what that means. There's no words there. <sighs> your money grows in your pocket. First off, that's a terrible way to start off a platitude. <laughs> your money grows in your pocket? Can I throw it in the bank? I don't feel like it's really safe in my pocket. <laughs> Your money grows in your pocket as much as you grow as a person. I think this guy would be good at what um, what a filibuster is, I think. Yes. He could definitely talk for a long time. Yeah. He doesn't say anything. In circles. But he talks for a long time. Here's another platitude. Um, but the, my quote I always say is, what you believe is how you behave, and how you behave is who you become. Oh, God. All right. We got to get to the moisture in his mouth. (laughs) All right. That didn't mean anything, but who cares? Because let's talk about what's going on in this guy's throat. It is very difficult. They talk about how we have uh, congested co-hosts over here on WATP. (laughs) Nothing compared to Steven. This guy is out of control. I'm going to start off with he's talking about how he has a certification. I think it's a certification for hypnosis. This is bizarre. Um, and like I said, you know, we, we've definitely, she actually, I don't know if you guys know this, but she actually has a certification in life coaching. <laughs> and so do I in hypnosis, um, in hypnotherapy and life coaching and um, different credentials that we have. So many mouth noises. I'm wiping my mouth. Please. Reflexively. Please do. It's so gross to listen to. <laughs> By the way, this guy is a hypnotist. Can he 
convince his wife to stop fucking randos and gangbangs on camera? Wouldn't that be the first thing you would do if you were a hypnotist and your wife was a porn actress? But he has a certification. What did he say there? I have a certification. I have a certification. This guy's a certification. Shuffer and shuck attack. So that sounds uh, legit. That sounds like the real deal. I don't know if I can, uh, I can make fun of him, but I will. Here is another <laughs> since, example. Since we are. By the way, you think that I say the word picture annoyingly? Listen to how he says it. And we're seeing the bigger picture. <laughs> and that's what life coaching does. Is English his first language? What nationality so, do you think this guy is? Just to back up, they were married before she got into yes. entertainment. Entertainment, yeah. So she was already used to getting just showered with warm liquid from yes. talking to this guy, right? Right. Okay. It was a bukkake scene every so time it, they had dinner yeah, together. It was an easy transition to make. That's a brilliant observation, my friend. All right, more mouth noises. Oh, actually, before I play this one, of course, this guy's inspired by Tony Robbins because <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't be? It's like Tony Robbins. Have you guys ever heard of Tony Robbins? Uh, Tony Robbins, you, he, I love the YouTube videos he has where he'll talk someone off the cliff, like off the cliff, but talk someone away from suicide within 15 minutes. Did you hear the mouth? I just, I zoomed in on these mouth noises on this clip. This guy would talk me into suicide. Yes. <laughs> I think he's nervous. I think the dudes from Bang Bus just showed up at the house. He sounds very nervous right now. <laughs> Dude, it's okay. You're on a podcast with your wife. Don't be nervous. I thought you were a motivational speaker. Which, by the way, I should point out, these two definitely have some type of motivational speaker racket going on you can tell that they get up there in front of the seventh graders and talk about <laughs> living your best life and how to pull that off because at one point she starts talking about christy starts talking about specifically describing what they do in their motivational speaker seminars and i feel like there's this like analogy that my husband would and I would do every once in a while is that he would be standing up and then I would grab his um, arm and then I would uh, be slanted down and it, and that represented a moment where like I was at my down point but he was still standing up and he was strong and so in his strength he lifts he he lifts me up and you know pushes me to go to stand up with him and um and then it gives me the strength to to be able to stand up and then at that same time when he falls down because we all know that life comes goes up and down and and then i have the strength to pull him up i think this sight gag is is lost when she's trying to explain how it looks also did she have to say that she was at a slant it's no that, that was offensive. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if that's appropriate terminology for this. I'm sure that that kills at the seventh grade uh, conference that they're at. I'm sure that, that that crushes the audience when she stands at a slant, he pulls her up, and then he pulls over and she pulls him up. It's really not that inspiring to talk about. Yeah, that's I wasn't, theater of the mind. I wasn't there. that impressed with it. I wonder how much time that takes up because you know they're just trying to fill time on these things. I wonder how much time that takes up for him. By the way, this whole life by design program, this isn't just a podcast. This is a way of living. Mm -hmm. This is a whole business that they have. Yeah. It's a, a seminar or a class he teaches by the same name, I think. Well, 
It's more than that. This is the name of his program. This whole program that we have called Life by Design Peak Performance Success Coaching System. <laughs> it's a long name. Oh, we're getting a call from Ryan. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hey, Ryan's here. Oh, Sweet. Great timing. Let's get him on. Ryan, you yes. there, buddy? <laughs> I am now <laughs> unshackled from the mutes. We did it. Dudes, I um I got I got really drunk last night and then I lied in my bed till like 9 a.m. questioning my sexuality. That old chestnut. And, and it was 9:30 and I was like, I know I have this thing, but also do I want to fuck a dude? And it was an existential crisis. And that's that was like this podcast all of the advice where you like say nothing and everything at the same time. I was like, you know, sometimes you have to blow a dude, but sometimes you want to have sex with a woman. And <laughs> Yeah, just the ever. That's a really just good point. This podcast, I wrote down a note for myself. They baffle you with bullshit. They talk about shit that you have no idea what they're talking about. And good news, they have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> you know what they have is the it's the white university professor thing. I there's there's two because there's there's two versions of saying uh, nothing and taking a really long time to say it. And so the black university, the, the black guy version is like um, Michael Dyson, where it's like the, he is a tremographication of the white man that allows him to be in a situation where he can exit his house in a different way. And you're like, why well, he left his house? Like, and then the university professor one is they go, he was, it's the Sam Harris. He was one of those people who, was surrounded by those who like to be around his presence. And you're like, he had friends. Got it. <laughs> right. It's like they're trying to fill time, which on the radio makes sense, but they're doing a podcast. You do not need <laughs> yeah. to fill time. You can just get to the fucking point and explain you what you want to explain. That. I have a, a clip that I want to play and I should get you caught up because we started the show okay. without you, Ryan. I apologize. Yeah, dude. I, I, I honestly, I woke up being like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird too. Cause I was, I texted you, called you and DM'd you and I was starting to feel stalkery. And I was like, all right, what am I going to do now? Like Facebook front this guy? You like it's too up. much. I'm a, I'm a fucking idiot, dude. I've been, I've been like doing too much of that. My, I'm just like, my brain's like fucking loopy right now. No, nah, no worries, buddy. <laughs> By the way, I should introduce our guest, Ryan Long. He does the boys cast. He has Ryan Long comedy. He has a YouTube channel. We'll talk more about that. But thank you so much for joining us, buddy. It's great to talk to you. Let me get you caught up real quick. So producer Chris and I were talking about this show and uh, we kind of buried the lead a little bit. Turns out Christy Love is a porn actress. And this is a <laughs> show where her husband explains that he's a life coach, which is oh baffling, obviously. So here's another example. She, oh, go ahead. She, yeah, she's doing this whole procedure just basically to like, uh, <laughs> to like be with this guy. And he's, <laughs> cause, cause he's basically like, you know, she's better now. And she has to like go along with this whole thing being like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just uh, getting my life together. Blah, blah. And in her mind, she's like, I mean, yeah, it's good to have like a boyfriend, I guess. And, and if I have to do this stuff, then I can, I can uh, be treated like a human being. Well, she's still in entertainment as they say. She's not like a, oh, she's definitely in entertainment with her podcast. Yeah. Have Have you done any research on Christy Love? Have you watched any of her videos? No, I didn't watch any of her porn. She kind of oh. looks weird. She does look weird, <laughs> and um, she also looks weird when she's doing ass to mouth. Here's an example of that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look at me when you suck my cock. Yeah. Yeah. That's it right there. All right, so that's Christy Love. Now, you would expect a porn actress of her caliber. When she gets on a podcast, she's probably really well prepared. She's probably done her homework. Her husband asks her, what does life by design mean? Now, remember, this is the name of the podcast and this bullshit business that they have together. Life by design. This should be a softball question. This should be a no brainer. (laughs) She's probably rehearsed this. What does life by design mean? Listen to her fail. What does it mean to you to live a life by design? I would say to live a life by design to me. That's a good question. Um, I think it's living out your greatness that is meant to come out of you. Um, Like, for example, like for, for instance, um, by the way, there's a, at least a dozen podcasts (laughs) called life by design. This is not a new concept. What it means is take control of your life, make a plan to achieve maximum fulfillment and happiness. Yeah, you could sell that. <laughs> is, is it that difficult? Like, it, it's kind I mean, of it's just, yeah. It's not it doesn't mean anything. It's like a sell, you know, it's standard bullshit to sell stuff. But like more importantly, that wasn't live. <laughs> right. They could have easily fixed that in post before That's they so put that crazy. out. Here's another example. They did a podcast called Love Yourself. And again, softball question. Christy has no hey, answer. Do you think do you think that like um behind the scenes this guy's like mad abusive you know what i mean like they come off and they're like oh great podcast he gets off he goes what the fuck was that are you fucking me you didn't do your research i expect if you ever do that again no you're not eating for three days you know the whole thing you made me look like an idiot i'm like yeah, exactly. podcast pussy this is the last fucking time they've they been in fucking bible studies do you think this guy's actually just an abusive asshole that'd be amazing yeah <laughs> we're just speculating they're basically saying like quotes from like people's uh posters and you know <laughs> quotes from like the backs of books that they never read and then they just turn the whole podcast into that <laughs> all right so this is another example they did a podcast called love yourself he asks a softball question and christy again drops the ball what does it mean to love yourself so let's let's, let's answer that first <laughs> what she does always it gets caught up in the name to title. love yourself yeah you know, um, I think she's totally flummoxed. What does it mean to love yourself? It's a self-esteem <laughs> thing, right? I mean, these are easy questions. <laughs> Any person with a brain should be able to answer very quickly. Wow, that's a great. What does it mean to love yourself? What is? Oh, let me think about that for a while. Uh, I think. <laughs> I think it's what Ryan was doing in bed this morning. <laughs> that's what it means hey, to love yeah. yourself. I was jerking off. He's messaging. These are 24-minute uh, episodes. Right. And most of it is them just hemming and hawing or rewording shit. Of yeah. the title. They don't, have that, they don't have that much time to fill. And yet they're still finding ways to fill the time. Oh, so Let's get funny. into the platitudes again. Here's another example of Steven saying shit that doesn't mean anything. So one of the aspects here is to stop comparing yourself. I mean, let's just put it, put it out there yeah. right now. Is stop comparing yourself because when you compare yourself, you can't appreciate yourself. Yeah. You know, you say, well, I guess I can run, but not as fast as so-and-so. See, I think this is not true because I compare myself to stuttering John Melendez and I'm like, I'm an amazing podcaster. I think comparing yourself is a very healthy thing to do for your self-esteem. I don't know what this guy's talking about. 
Yeah, of course. Did you pick up on this guy's mouth noises? <laughs> no, what is he doing? <laughs> it sounds like he's the one who's starring in a bukkake scene because he's got so much juices going out of his throat. Here's another example of mouth noises from this guy. <laughs> um, also, whenever we're doing some mean greets, so you can meet uh, Christy and myself. Yes. But Christy, before we end the podcast here. <laughs> so fucking gross. <laughs> he's he's lip smacking. He's gurgling. I like how they think the meet and greet is going to be like the like her meet and greet is going to be their podcast fans. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a great point. Hey, it's Christy Love. I love that girl. She's talking about motivational shit. Oh, I don't care about this. Podcaster Christy Love. <laughs> Can I meet her husband? Yeah, I know. I, I can't wait to meet her husband. I played the clip where they introduce her husband. Like, you guys haven't met my husband yet. I was like, yeah, nobody cares about your fucking husband. Christy that Lund. would also be him beating her up after like 10 guys came and just tried to get like their fucking autograph of her of her fleshlight autographed and then he, he he's sitting there just <laughs> stewing you know, he's gonna get it later yeah i can't figure out what their relationship like what it's all about because they act like they're in this amazing relationship where everything's fun and funny and they laugh at each other's jokes even when they're wildly unfunny like this example totally different people <laughs> we're like black and white yes but the great thing is is black and white makes a full yin yang <laughs> yin yang that's hilarious <laughs> there have been no laughs what do you mean I'm... none why is yin yang hilarious because they're asian yeah <laughs> that wouldn't even work it would be white and yellow right <laughs> now that now that would be hilarious Oh my god! All right, so we're like a yin yin. They're talking ah! about they're talking about the impact that they're they're going to make, and especially that we both have um, a drive to go out and impact as many people as we can. I've noticed that she actually impacts four or five guys at a time. It's very impressive <laughs> how she's able to impact the people. <laughs> and, and there's like little subtle things that Steven says where I know it's it's stewing. He's not happy about her lifestyle choice. Because, Ryan, I don't know if you picked up on this, but they got together before she became a porn actress. Stop it. Yeah, they've been together 15 years. She's been in porn for eight. So you know that there was that day where she's like, listen, it's just a modeling gig. It's a casting couch video. It's not a big deal. And then two months (laughs) later, it's like, wait, where are you going today? I thought it was just, I thought you were just paying off your student loan. What's, I just love how, yeah. And his idea was like, okay, I got to get her out of porn. So, he, and he's like, okay, how can we can get famous? It's like, okay, we'll have a podcast and then that'll be so successful. She <laughs> yes. won't have to do that porn stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be motivational speakers. Well, how are you guys doing in life? Terrible. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't want to listen to they you were, that. <laughs> they were, they were kidding before. Yeah. Who wants to take advice from a guy whose wife became a porn star and he stayed with her? <laughs> so this is. Again, just a subtle clue that Steven's not thrilled about this. So this podcast definitely is going to be about you receiving, you the listener receiving perspectives from both sides. Uh, oh, receiving from both sides. And you had to clarify, <laughs> this isn't about my wife receiving from both sides. It's about you, the listener. All right. In this one <laughs> circumstance, it's not her that's receiving this from both sides. <laughs> sure. Normally it is, but not this time. How did this woman get into this motivational, inspirational messaging that she's now doing. It came from Periscope. And so what I did was I started doing Periscope once a week. And um, through that, I would have great feedback from people telling me, wow, that inspired me. Thank you so much for that word. Um, That helped me carry me throughout the week. See, this is the problem. 
And I just want to throw this out there. Let's all stop complimenting hot chicks on anything other than their looks and their shoes. <laughs> because what's happening is these these simps get out there and they start telling chicks that what they say is important and that they're interesting and inspiring. And then these assholes run with that and think they really are making a difference in people's lives. You're not. Dude, you're, yeah, there's probably like 20 fucking hot chicks out there that are giving like stock advice just because uh, they were like, buy Amazon. And everyone's like, yo, you're a genius. Like, can you work for Warren Buffett? <laughs> right. This is the She's problem. Like, I'm not blaming the hot chicks. I'm blaming the guys. Yeah. We have to stop doing that. Can we all agree? Dude, that's funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. All right. So this is a this is a fun clip. Again, remember that this guy's trying to inspire you to live your best life. Ultimately, I believe that what makes you and I different from Elon Musk, Oprah Winfrey, um, big time achievers and 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 people who 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 chased and created their dream, the only difference is there's there's nothing much different. Listen to this: we 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 breathe the same oxygen, we drink water, we have two feet, two hands, two eyes. We are not that different from them. The only difference is it what goes on between their ears, which is their mind. Oh, you think the only difference between me and Elon Musk is our minds? No shit, Sherlock! <laughs> I'm not a rocket scientist. So yes, that would be the main difference. No shit. Also, like, it's so funny when they, they, they list off the, and you get the point. He's like, the only difference between us is, you know, we have the same feet. We have the same knees. We have the same elbows. We have this. We got it. He lists yeah. off, like, 20 more things that they have the same, and they're all just body parts. Right. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I have a head on top of my shoulders. He has a head. We both put on shirts. Hair on the head. Yeah. There's fingers on our hands. Okay. We got the point. We got it. We got it. You're both people. The difference is he's way smarter than you and has figured out life. That's That would be the main difference. His wife's not getting railed on camera. His wife's never getting railed on camera. I looked it up. Elon Musk never marries porn actresses. Never once. Not even one time by mistake. Go figure. You know what the thing is? If you if you want to be the dude that like you know mar- like marries a porn actress, you almost have to like you got to lean into it where you play this like I'm just like a fucking degenerate like club like cl- you know club owner strip club owner type of guy. Yeah, and I like you almost have to pretend you like it. But it's like when you play this other guy where you're like, no, we're actually inspirational. It's like everyone knows you hate this now. You have to lean into it. Like, I'm Axl Rose now. Yeah, I just fucking, I don't give, like, iced tea, the way he does it. That's the only way to pull off having, like, a girlfriend like that. Yeah, right. You can't start off your podcast by saying, we met at Bible studies. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And then expect us Come to on, not think we're at Bible studies? Yes. <laughs> they met at a Bible class. Thou shall take black dick. I believe that was one of the commandments. I think so, too. <laughs> because you said thou, so it sounded official. Sounded legit. By the way, I want to point out that Christy's still working on herself and she's still trying to get better. Definitely, I feel like I still hold back in really being able to be more open-minded and more opinionated, more... uh... All right, first off, she feels like she holds back. I've seen the ATM video. She is not holding back. She goes for it. Props to you, Christy. (laughs) Secondly, she says she needs to be more opinionated and open-minded. Aren't those opposites? 
The part where you hold back is the one tiny part where your brain is actually working. Like, you know, right. you're, about to, you're about to say stuff and your brain's like, I mean, you don't know any stuff about that. I don't even, don't, <laughs> just, you know, what I mean? don't, don't give people a global warming speech. You don't know what you're talking about. And then she's like, ah, oh, it's this part of my brain that's like holding me back. The only part that's working. Yes, please keep holding yourself back, Christy. Please. Uh, this is just one more clip that I want to play from this show. And it's just, again, this guy's mouth is disgusting to listen to. <laughs> you know, this will conclude our podcast for today. <laughs> this will conclude our podcast for today. <laughs> Producer Chris put together uh, a little compilation on what this reminded him of. I swear I'm going to kill you, Stan! Why is your sister so mean to you, dude? <laughs> this is taking too long. When do I get to use the internet? You want to play Settlers of Catan on Xbox? It sounds like he's trying to have phlegm in his mouth on purpose, right? Dude, that's a this he's podcast is like with a her. really <laughs> this is a really good find of a podcast. Like the fact that this exists, you guys have had this like one of the best podcasts anyone's ever made. I know, hack the movies. Thank you for this suggestion because I was looking through and I was trying to think, what should I do with Ryan? What would be a fun thing to do? And then I saw a porn star was doing a motivational speaking podcast with her husband. Ding, ding, ding. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. How could that not be yeah. great? You almost can't believe this is true. It's like so, it's so crazy. It's like they made it just like, for WATP. On. Like, oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for doing this <laughs> yeah. for us. I feel like I should donate to their Patreon now. Happy birthday, Carl. <laughs> oh, thanks. Do they have a Patreon? Oh, probably. These, It'd be these good guys to see are it. shysters. It'd be good to see how much money is on there. Like, those are the best when you go and it's $15. <laughs> oh, I always, what? I always love those, too. What does this guy do for a living? Is their whole gig like making money off her porn? Because I might have been wrong. We we're kind of saying like, oh, she did porn. He's a cuck. But like this guy's obviously like a huckster. You know what I mean? He's obviously a, a salesman. It's possible that it was his idea. You know what I mean? Who knows? This guy seems like a schemer. Ooh, he's definitely. Yeah. In fact, let me play this clip that I played before you came on. This is where they explain what they do for a living. We are a husband and wife, business owners, investors, entertainers, motivational speakers, best-selling authors, and life coaches. Anytime somebody asks you, what do you do for a living, and you list six things, you're a fucking liar, first off. They, they can't be best-selling authors right, that, either. That's what I said. Like, what does best-selling even mean <laughs> anymore if these two are best-selling authors? But honestly, if someone asked me, Carl, what do you do? And I said, well, you know, I, I podcast. I also host a show. I'm also in broadcasting. Like you're just making very, shit up at this point. It's Hollywood. That's very Hollywood. Yes. Oh, we do it every all. guy. Every guy there is everything. You know what I mean? I'm an influencer. I'm a director. I'm a key grip. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bar manager. I was a beer pourer, a wine pourer, a cider pourer, Whoa. a water pourer. You did it all. Oh yeah. The list goes on. It's amazing. Uh, Ryan, anything else that you wanted to say about this show that I made you listen to? I, I'm no. Not so much about them specifically, but I actually, I love this genre of the self-help because it's yeah. like, there's the whole genre, like Tony Robbins and those people aren't that bad. It's, now they're crazy. If you listen to Tony Robbins, he basically is like, every morning you should take an ice bath for 12 minutes. And you're like, yeah, no one's doing that, dude. I don't know what, like they just have these great, insane, they go, you journal for 15 minutes and they have these insane uh, schedules that they want you on. But this one's these guys are way better because they're not saying anything. So I almost respect the hustle of having a self-help podcast without ever giving a piece of actual advice other than like, 
you know, look inside yourself. It's all about look around the room and look at yourself. And what are we even here? Like he, it's a guy doing a half hour podcast and a half, a, ha, like 30 seconds in, he's looking at his watch being like, I have nothing to say. That's a good point. I think that I give out more self-help on this podcast than those two do. At least I explained to like, I don't know, get a sip of water before you start podcasting with all that phlegm in your throat. You know, there's some really important <laughs> self-help stuff that I like to dish out here. All right, let's get Chris. Don't, uh, don't have a porn star wife. <laughs> don't, yeah, right. When, you're, when your girlfriend goes into porn, move on. Just move you know, on my, at that point. The rappers seem to pull it. Like, I, I, I do agree. I don't, I don't think I'm, I could live that life. But I see some like rappers with with porn star wives, and I'm like, it doesn't really make them look like cucks. For some reason, they seem to be able to pull it off. <laughs> what do you think? You ever seen a guy with a porn star wife where you're like, he seems to be making it work? It doesn't seem like a bitch. Well, like if Little Wayne's, like Little Wayne's, like my if he was like my chick's a porn star, there's like a part of it where it seems like I don't know. In I think that, the in best, that, like context. I think the best example is Kanye, right? I mean, well, she's not a porn star, well, but yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, she pretty much is. Like, why is she famous? Right. But I wouldn't, I, I don't think there's, having a chick that had like a sex tape go viral, that's like a lot different than you got 40 <laughs> well, bucks. Yeah, it, it is a bit different. Yeah. Like, I think I, the truth is in, in 20 years, every single person on the planet is going to have a sex tape out there. Anyone who's ever filmed anything is on the internet that's a good point one in three girls is gonna have a sex tape do you want to promote your sex tape now while you're on the show ryan or do you want to hold that for later uh yeah if you guys want to look out for his <laughs> small dicks big chicks <laughs> <laughs> i'm a big fan of your work i appreciate you coming on the show i'm looking at your chat i'm gonna say oh is ryan a boner guy what's the boner guy uh ongoing joke oh i'll play it for you Oh, give me one. Oh, okay. Give me one second to find my. Board. Oh, someone put. Look at. This is what people do. You're, you should never look at the chat. But there's a guy posting a photo of me and my old band, and he's like, all like kind of making fun of me. But I'm like, yeah, that was a joke. Like they do something you were doing as a joke, and then they're like, act like you're doing it seriously. All right, right. Check check this out. Are you a boner guy? So that's Opie from Opie and Anthony trying to segue into a Blue Chew commercial. He has a guest on. <laughs> He has a guest on and he goes, oh, our show today is brought to you by Blue Chew. Hey. Uh, Are you a boner guy? He has his guest if he's a boner guy, <laughs> which is <laughs> one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. So that's uh, that sticks around on the board for us now. I'm a boner person. <laughs> I, I don't like to gender boners. <laughs> I, I'm, I'll tell you, I, I used to, me and my friends used to get... Um, like before you could just get like willy nilly, like a thousand pounds of boner medication, me and my friends, like in university, we used to, we used to order these pills from China and they, they used to like kind of work, but they'd make your face so red to the point where you'd literally take a boner pill and you'd be with a chicken. She'd be like, why are you so red? And you have to be like, I'm not red. You're red. There's like, no, what do you even say? Like, I don't... I'm not red. You're red. Cause I, what are you cause banging I'm... native Americans only? <laughs> Yeah, what are you gonna say? Uh, because I took uh, like an, oh, I just took an overdose of Chinese boner medication. <laughs> you took an overdose of Chinese boner medication. <laughs> yeah, they're so funny. You just look in the mirror. You're like, I am red. <laughs> Chrissy, are you there? Yes. Hey. Hey. How's it going, up, Chrissy? <laughs> Good. Good to be back. Chrissy, guess who else is here? Your old pal Ryan. Me and Chrissy oh. wants to two podcasts in one day. It was a legendary. 
Yeah, Ryan, you've been crushing it lately. You're all over. All right, let's not Thanks. give Ryan a big hat, all right? That's not the point of this show. The point of this show <laughs> we is We want to tear people about... down, not build people up. Yeah, Chrissy's stuttering John interview. I actually thought that was so funny, Chrissy. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. We yeah, got we got to talk about this. Chrissy, fantastic job with Stuttery John. When I saw that he was going to be on your show, I thought, how could this not be good? And <laughs> you made it happen. So I want to play some clips from that. And we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about it because you have more information about getting him set up and getting him on the show. But first, we have to start with our official Stuttering John segment intro music. <laughs> So anyone who listened to the show last week or hangs out in our subreddit will know that Chrissy had Stuttering John on the show, explained to him that she believes he dabbles in comedy, <laughs> and this threw Stuttering John for a loop. He did not know how to react to it, got very offended, and it turned into a, into a whole thing, which I thought you handled brilliantly. So I want to play a clip from you for, for you. This is Stuttering John talking about that incident. You know... I do just want to say something. I don't want to mention this ditzy chick's name because I don't want to give her. Oh. That's all she wants. Could you imagine if I had like Greg Oliar on? <laughs> Chris, have you heard this yet? Yes, this is Stuttering John's podcast, right? Yeah. Like his most recent. Yeah, talking yeah. about how you're, he doesn't want to use your name. This <laughs> all, right. all right, let's keep going. Or I had like, you know, uh, Rick Wilson on. You know, and I said, I hear you dabble in politics. I mean, could you get any more disrespectful than that to a guest? I mean, here I am. I do your show. I retweet your show, I, and then yet, and then you have, and then you have the ooh, a retweet from Stuttering John. Ooh la la! Congrats, Chrissy. <laughs> oh like the God. balls to insult me after I've been do doing stand up for twenty years and headlining clubs across the country, and you have the balls to just like just insult me, and yeah. I shouldn't have got defensive. I should have just said, yeah, I also dabble in breathing, you idiot. But no, either she's really... He comes up with a comeback a week later. She's <laughs> <laughs> also defensive. Good one, good one, John. Please Better late than never. <laughs> or she took some advice. Sean's convinced Anthony Cumia wrote the thing. He didn't, but her boyfriend did. Frank Pellegrino, who owns a comedy club. Somebody find out who, what comedy club that is so I cannot promote it. Good one. But well, he must have said, hey, find get John out what it off. is so I can not what promote a... it. Yeah, that doesn't even make Ouch. sense. It doesn't even you... make sense. Not even can someone John's stuff brain does that make sense. I don't know what the comedy club is. Can someone find out? Tell me so that I can forget it. <laughs> but he must have said, hey, get John pissed off. What a, what a bitch, man. Seriously. Wow. I do your show, and this is the disrespect that you have for me. Damn it. You know, I just like if you ask somebody to do your show, you know, have some respect. Now you're going to go, well, John, but you used to go on the street. Yeah, I would go on the street. I didn't ask him to do my show. Who does she think she is? Ollie G? I mean, come on. <laughs> That's the funniest what? part about all of this is stuttering John's Ollie background G. is fucking with people. That's what he used yes. to. That's why he's famous. And now yeah. he gets so upset if you just don't know that he's a stand up comedian. 
or that yeah. that's like his main thing. I, I didn't know that. I was like a Star Wars <laughs> fan. How would There's you know that? There's a lot going on here. This There's is uh, the fucking the ego on this guy blows me away. And a lot of people were like, oh, you know, and I loved all the comments. I loved overwhelmingly really positive in my corner supporting me, which I, I totally appreciate. And like John is in this lucky group of people like fame and or fortune allows you the luxury of becoming irrelevant in a way that other groups of people, we kind of have to like fight and keep working. And, and he's lost all sense of uh, like awareness perspective. He's like, he's like an old dude. And it's like, we should all be so lucky to coast off of something we did 20 years ago. But, and he just doesn't know the difference between someone who is a standup and someone who does stand up. And a lot of people have written to me in the comments, like, Hey, I've been, following stuttering john for years i was a big fan of the stern show i also had no idea he did stand up and and that's the thing it's like you know it's he's he's he came famous from stern and then maybe just did appearances that's what i meant by dabble i'm like you're an appearance comic you're like like when people think of chris Kattan, they're like oh he got famous from snl but then he occasionally did stand up like my mom went and saw him do stand up because he was chris Kattan. was he good no but that's like you know everyone's got a different way in into the stand-up world and it's like I've been like grinding and working for 10 years. It's like, no, I didn't, he's not, you know, <laughs> going to Brooklyn to do two free, two, two free spots for a slice. You know what I mean? I haven't seen him on any flyers. I have light across the, across the country. Across the country. Why have I not seen you perform anywhere I've ever performed? Like at least Jeremy Piven is, is like, I see his name on the marquee. <laughs> right. You know, he's at least working and trying. The like, idea I mean, that he thinks he's a headliner. There's only one video of him doing stand up on the internet and it's at a barbecue restaurant <laughs> in a strip mall. He's pulling his shirt up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was with yeah, I was kind of with you, Chrissy, until you started talking trash about uh, Chris Kattan's stand-up. <laughs> uh, okay. That guy's a like genius, and we all know man. it. Yeah, he's one of the goats. He's not a he's not a grinder. He's not somebody who was like, oh yeah, he's on grinder. I was, I was at the mics. You know, like was he doing Stern and then going to mics at the same time and like really working on his shit? I don't think so. Like. I mean, I've been around for ten years. I feel like I would have heard of heard of him doing stand up or seen him by now. And you don't it's have like to, you don't have to explain yourself anymore, Chrissy. We all agree with you. Holy shit! This guy's and not the fact, known for his stand up no, comedy. He goes and he talks to Kevin Brennan, and they're both miserable. And it's like literally misery loves company. It's like. And not to sound like a new age, like hippie, but like whatever you obsess about, think about, focus on will expand. So it's like either he has to acknowledge that he's out of touch <laughs> and people are not aware of him. He either has to acknowledge that or he can shit on me. What's easier to do? It's so much easier to shit on me and to say that like uh, the men around me are putting words in my mouth. Like oh. that's the most misogynistic shit I've ever heard. Like I can't come up <laughs> with my own thoughts. No, like I haven't been doing a crazy fucking conspiracy libertarian focused comedy focused podcast for the last like six months pretty hardcore oh no but it's much easier to think that fucking anthony cumia or my boyfriend told me what to say chrissy i have to address this because he said frankie her boyfriend frankie pellegrino must have told her to say that and so in our subreddit a user named Frankie P614 said, uh -oh. <laughs> wow, I had nothing to do with the dabbling comment at all. What a disillusioned moron. So I'm guessing that yeah. actually is your boyfriend. That's him. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> that's hilarious. We're all up in the Reddit. Um, I love it.
All right, so later on in the show, because what I love about Southern John's show is that the chat room fucks with them and eggs him on to say stuff. So they fuck with them and they get him to talk more about you, Chrissy. Adam Hinkler, just go off. It was a great time on Misery. Misery loves company. It just came out today, and uh, it's Kevin Brennan's podcast. And, you know, he couldn't... um, he couldn't have been more gracious to me as opposed to that freaking ditz that I, you know, I do her show. And then this, this ditz has the audacity. I do her show. I DM her, man, I was fine, you know, and and she, and then she writes back and then she starts retweeting and liking people trashing me. This is how you handle your guests, your guests, you idiot. The hell is wrong with you? What if, and the only reason I'm even bringing it up again is because Kevin Brennan just flat out called it a C word, you know, and just said that she's trying to get on SNL and she's trying to be controversial. But Who, it's you, just Chrissy? like, you know what? I, I didn't realize oh. I was trying to get on SNL. I, this is the first I'm hearing of By it. By the way, if you're trying to get on SNL, being controversial is not the way to do that. This has been proven. I'm not trying to be controversial. Yeah, it's like we I contacted Stuttering John because I knew he would be an easy get. He's always doing more and <laughs> then he's always doing these other shows. He has nothing to promote. <laughs> right. Um he's not even he can't even manage to get on an outdoor show. Like he 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 like does I was like, John, have you done any shows in the last six months? Because they've been happening on rooftops. And you know who knows that? Real fucking working comics who wanna get up know that. Right. Like, well, everything's been canceled. I was like, you're so out of touch. Like, if you really wanted to get on a show, you could find one of these, like, speakeasy outside whatever shows. I was but- surprised he didn't bring up. He pretended that he had a gig in Japan that was canceled that was going to pay him $10,000. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I get it that there's, like, rock stars and things that are big in Japan. But Stuttering John from the Howard Stern Show? Who the fuck oh, would know who he is in Japan? Stuttering John. I'm so respectful. <laughs> oh, John Song. Oh, so much so much respect for Stuttering John. I was, I was shocked <laughs> he didn't bring that up. So, Chrissy, there's a poll in our subreddit right now. It says, uh, who you got in this flaccid clash of WATP's mortal enemies, cunty ginger or bloated Luza? And, uh, <laughs> Chrissy, congratulations. Cunty ginger up 58 to 6. So oh, you, good. You I voted. I voted in that. <laughs> you voted for the for the cunty I ginger. I actually voted for John because he needed help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he needed it. So Kevin Brennan called you the c word. What do you think about that? Does that he called me controversial? Called <laughs> that me, that what, must what, be what's it. The c word. He called me cute. That must be it. Yes. Do you have a thing with Kevin Brennan? I know you guys were on the network. No, today. no, I definitely don't have a thing with him at all. It's kind of weird because when I was like pitching uh, Wet Spot last. I started pitching it last summer and I was calling him for advice and he was like really nice to me. And um, I had done Misery Loves Company at least a couple times, you know, since he's since he's had it at the comic strip. So it's so weird that like there's this weird beef. I don't know if he feels like he has to have beef with me to be interesting. I don't understand it because we've always been cool. But for some reason, like he won't do my uh, Chrissy Mayer podcast and it's weird because he was like, oh, well, I can't do anything with compound media. But it's yet he does Wet Spot Live at the Stand, which we did months back uh, before the lockdown. And uh, it's weird because most people don't even remember Kevin from that show. What they remember is Rich Voss telling off Madeline Monroe, which sparked this whole drama. You know, he said to her, like, oh, I guess they're letting anybody do porn now because she's a porn star. And it got a big laugh because it's like, yeah, anybody can be a porn star just like anybody can 
do comedy or whatever. So I don't understand like why Kevin feels like he's got to create and maintain beef with me. Like love to have mom. If you won't do it, like I, I don't need him to do it. You I know, think there's that's possible. He kind of just said that in passing, like, oh, she's just trying to be a fucking cunt or whatever. But like, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't like he hates her. It was actually, it's just like, that's how he is about everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that's his shtick is being in a fight with everyone. And oh yeah, his brother's well, I'm more talented and famous than he is. I think those are yeah. the two things that he does. It's gotta be hard. Yeah. I know that he bashes WATP <laughs> a lot. So I, I don't um, have any love for the guy. Hey, um, Chrissy, you had talked about trying to get set up with Stuttering John when you had him on the show was difficult. Do you want to talk about uh, this guy's prowess in technology? Wow. Eh, that's the thing. It's like I've had so many day jobs where I've worked for old men who are out of touch with their own just like phones and like can't even like turn on their printer. So this very much reminded me of that. Um, he first re like really wanted to do <laughs> when, you know, when you start a zoom, you don't have to start recording yet. So the zoom was up and I'm, I'm like, okay, he needs help getting set up. He wanted to do it from outside. He really wanted to do <laughs> the show from him sitting on his porch or at a out table outside. Like he just really wanted to do it. Out <laughs> he wanted to enjoy the day and do the <laughs> show. Um, I mean, at least he wasn't doing it from like a little league game. I got to give him that. But, um, so I wanted to do it from outside. The, the reception was horrible. I was like, John, I'm like, uh, why don't you try going inside? And he's like, I, I guess, I guess I can go up to the studio. I'm like, you have a studio? You've had a studio <laughs> the whole time? You wouldn't have started in the studio? Oh, I'm, I'm, you're, I'm so not worthy of having you on my show. I'm not even worthy of you doing it from where you have reception from your fucking actual studio. Hey, Chrissy, is it okay if I watch the Yankees game? Oh, is it show? okay if I jerk off while I do your show? I mean, I do your show. Oh, and you didn't know that I barely you for bringing that up. up. I, we got to talk about this. So he hits on you at the very end of the show, Ugh. which is the funniest <laughs> thing. He's like, we should get a drink sometime after you guys have had this confrontational conversation. I was like, what? I was like, what? <laughs> What is, is this just what he does? Is this just like his usual sign off with people? Like, we'll go get a drink sometime. Ugh. To be fair, he's Yikes. such a raging alcoholic that he does ask every guy and girl that he talks to to get a drink sometime. So, maybe. so weird. And I'm like, I'm the last chick to to like call misogyny, but like, like hearing back the clips, even his his latest things, I'm like, I feel like this guy's really misogy misogynistic. Like, he can't comprehend that a female comic can have views that aren't like far left. I think it like blows his mind that I'm like kind of in the middle and I like fuck with people on the right and the left and I want to talk about stuff. And he clearly got upset that I wasn't just yesing him on all things anti Trump and. I think that goes to show you he's not surrounding himself with people that are going to challenge any of his ideas. He just goes into orange man bad mode, which isn't that interesting. So. So he hates Trump. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ryan, he, just he, does show, hates he does a show that only points. talks about trying to get what he calls the dotard out of office. And he just brings on <laughs> these left wing God. extremists to talk about nonsense for two hours at a time. Oh yeah. So get back to what, to what you said. He finally goes up to the studio. Um, and so it's working. I'm like, Oh God, I'm like, all right, he's in the studio. I mean, this is stuttering John, you know, he's, he's probably got to have a professional setup and <laughs> you know, you would think, and it's six months of lockdown. I mean, if you're calling yourself a non dabbling professional comedian and you don't have a, like a dope setup at this point, a professional mic, you know, Wi-Fi that works, then that's really <laughs> pathetic. We set the bar very low. Do you have Wi-Fi? Can we, yeah. can we use Wi-Fi? Yeah. 
Hold on, got- Chrissy. I'm ho- I'm hot spotting from the pizzeria downstairs. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was like, I've done. <laughs> I'm like Barry Ribs has a better setup than you, and he's doing shows from outside of a coffee shop in New York City. Ugh, man. And I was like, all you need is a fucking $150 microphone and decent Wi-Fi. And he he seemed to not be able to pull that together. And then a few minutes, maybe 15 minutes into the show, he just zoomed and froze and stayed that yes. way the whole time. That and I didn't want to. He's like, oh, we could stop. I'm like, I was just, I was like, I don't want to risk like losing you entirely. You're hanging on by a thread to begin with. You know, so I'm just <laughs> talking to his frozen face the whole time. The funniest part is, is that he used to actually have a studio when he was with Royce. When he first started the Suttering John podcast, they were in a studio. They had a producer. He had a co-host. He has fallen so far. It just gets Wait, worse. He was doing that with Royce, like, like Revenge of Sis Royce? No. That oh. Royce has, has come on <laughs> like, our show to crush him. Yeah. <laughs> I was no, about to message him. He was on with a guy named Royce who was just a big Stern fan. And so, okay. you know, when he moved out to L.A., he, he made friends with people who like Howard Stern. And they're like, oh, yeah, I've heard of you. <laughs> I've heard you on the stream. Wow. Gotcha. This well, is what I don't understand. Like, like, I've been doing it for 10 years, which I'm realizing now that I'm at this point that that is nothing in the scheme of a lot of these guys that are just now making it, making a name for themselves. Even like Joe List, who I interviewed the other day, he's been doing it 20 years. Like, you have to be doing it, you know, so I know that I'm nobody. And uh, I also didn't expect him to know who the fuck I was, but I had done his show uh, months ago. <laughs> so so it's usually kind of a normal thing. Like, okay, I'll do your show. You'll, you'll do mine show. Like he, the ego on this guy, like, oh, it's like a, it's a great honor for me to even have him on my, how dare I challenge him? How dare I not know every single thing about his life? You know, it's like, yeah, I, I, I had some questions down written about the Stern show because some of them are facty and based in certain years. And I didn't want to come off like sounding like I didn't know. Well, he's known because Chrissy. of the Stern show. He's not known right. for being a stand-up. Right. There's there's two things people know about Suttering John is that he was on The Tonight Show and he was on Howard Stern. Those are the two things yeah. anyone would know about him. And the fact that he would get outraged that you don't know he's a stand-up comedian is it says a lot about his low self-esteem and his psyche. That so that's true. what he gets upset about. It was the same energy of like you call a girl fat and she spends the next two months posting flattering photos on Instagram, like where she looks thin. It was like the same, same energy. Because that's the thing. If he believed in himself and any real stand-up comic is like, they know they know where they're at. They don't need to prove right. that to somebody. Exactly. Like if someone said it to me, it'd be like, oh yeah, I dabble here, dabble there, doing shows. It's a fucking word. Like if a word has that, that much power over you, then you have some shit to work on. And it's like, maybe you're not working that hard. I don't know. I mean, like, I really was not trying to fuck with him or troll him. Well, um, Chrissy, I think the problem is, is that he was pretty smashed when he was talking to you on the show. It seemed like he had, <laughs> I, I know that you had a glass of wine. He was drinking beer when I could see what he was doing. And then he froze up. I think he was drinking a lot. I have a clip from a recent episode where he talks about his drinking. And this is a, a bit alarming. Now, I realize I'm talking to, uh, Chrissy, Ryan, who slept in because he got drunk last night. Producer Chris and I are are (laughs) drinking beers. So I realize the irony in playing this clip, but it's still funny. And just for your information, Mondays and Tuesdays, I exercise and work out. Take off Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, exercise and work out, and Saturday, and I take off Sunday. That's how I do it. And that's why I'm in impeccable shape. But I have to be because, you know, you drink 12, 13 cause lights a night, you know, you're going to have to maybe even 14 if it's a good one, 15 maybe if I'm really 
<laughs> you know, like like tonight might be a big one because I got the Yankees <sighs> and the NFL. So it is. It, it'll be a long night. It's been my experience that alcoholics always exaggerate on the low end of how much they drink. <laughs> if he's saying he drinks 15 beers a night, that could be 30. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Who brags about drinking Coors Light every night? What a weird life. Crap boys, that too. Yeah, and then also I'm drinking 15 beers, then my head's always sore because I have to crush every can afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was doing a keg stand. Oh, keg stand. <laughs> Uh, well, Chrissy, I'm really excited about the story arc and the redemption on WATP. <laughs> the story arc. <laughs> the Chrissy story arc's been going on for over a year now. And, yeah, we've uh, been in a fight for like a really long time. Um, oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. We had a big beef. Chrissy um, called into my show. Well, first she she uh, lied to me and said she couldn't be on the show because of some bridal shower or something. And then she called into the show from a Little League game where she had terrible reception. So we we've had a little bit of a beef, but this is yeah, our. Yeah, it was uh, my it was my boyfriend's kids' um, little league game, and I was like, oh, I can do it all. Like I can support this kid and and also do this podcast, which I very quickly learned. I'm like, oh god, this is just not working. <laughs> the reception's horrible. There's people yelling. There's like, fucking people are handing Gatorades out and. Props to both of you guys, because like, what a way to repatch up the feud than to like call in and talk about a different feud. Yes, right. <laughs> we bonded over our hatred for stuttering, John. What what a better way to bond than that? That's the thing is like you can be. There's lots of the ego. That's what really ruins him. Like if he, he just know that not everybody knows about you, and it's like if people don't know about you just keep working so that everybody know like i don't know it's a really weird thing to get butthurt about that a random like comedian podcaster girl like didn't know that you're out there crushing it at the clubs <laughs> right and i've seen a stand up hey, hey, play some it. play his stand up clip of, or is it good oh i could i could find it for you yeah. he has a bit about like um something where he lifts up his stomach and it's like oh come makes you look younger and then he lifts up his top and he's like i have a belly of a 17 year old and that was really like that was the big finish of what I saw. Right. He, oh, he, he it's pulls from his coming underwear on his stomach. Up. Yeah, he, he refers so. to coming on his stomach after jerking off, and he pulls his underwear up and he goes, This is how I clean it up. And he he just pulls it down against his stomach and like he pulls his semen into his pubes, I guess. Or it's, someone it's else hilarious. is coming on his stomach. Yeah. yeah. Or whoever's coming on his stomach. It's a hilarious bit. Kevin Brennan now. Yeah. <laughs> it always, it always uh, brings the room down. All right, Chrissy, thank you so much for coming on. It's been great to talk to you. And we'll, we'll, uh, oh, thanks, guys. I'm glad that we uh, made sometime. up. I am too. So heartwarming. Yeah, love you guys. <laughs> love Later, Chrissy. Bye. Bye, Chrissy. A uh, couple more things I want to play from Stuttering John because, again, he's talking. We, we have the, the people who troll him who just give him WATP show references. And he's the the Ron Burgundy of podcasting. He just reads whatever he's, see, he's uh, shown to him. Charlie Kelton, can you tell my girlfriend Vic hello and good luck in the military? Vic, hello and good luck in the military. Uh, good luck, Vic, at the Navy. So John goes on to explain why we make fun of him. It's like that other idiot, Carla, whatever obsessed with me you know if i wasn't relevant then why are you so obsessed with me why because you're jealous i i maintain relevancy still to this day you guys are nobodies 
Nobody cares about you. Nobody knows your name. So nobody knows your name would be, would probably work better if he didn't say like that guy, Carl. <laughs> if he didn't reference who are these podcasts all the time and say my name and go, nobody knows about you guys. Well, most it's of your channel like, does. These guys that have just like a straight up, like they talk like an Italian mobster. It's always so funny to me. <laughs> right. And I'm relevant like, to this day. Isn't yeah, that relevant? fucking ganooks, eh? You know, make them fucking sleep with the fishes. And you're like, oh, are you, is that what you are? Are you in the mafia? Well, according to him, we're the mean ones. And he's, he's the good guy. Uh, I'm not the mean one. It's all these guys beating me up everywhere. I'm the nice one. I don't attack any of these people. I don't even mention their names. Wait, you just mentioned my... You mention my name every episode, so I keep playing these clips. What are you talking about? So I love what John does is that he has to list all of his accomplishments. And this proves that he's relevant and that he's still famous. And there's no reason for us to make fun of him. A year and a half ago, I pranked the president. I made global news. Have you done anything so creative? He's talking to me directly here. By the way, that was over two years ago. The, the timeline's getting shorter and shorter. Last week, I called the president. No, it was it was June of 2018 that you did that, John, and nobody cares. I just made national news and in England with James Carville. I just made it again a month ago for my lawsuit. <laughs> I'm always in the news. Are you guys... I don't think so. He's always in the news. The lawsuit is a joke. The reason why that's in the news is because people are goofing on you. What did he do? What's the Trump? What's the, what did he do with Trump to make national news? So he was able to get in touch with him, pretending he was Bob Menendez, the, uh, the Senator. And he was able to connect with him while Trump was on air force one and the conversation. So this is a prank call from a comedian is how it's, uh, promoting. If you listen to this call, Ryan, there is nothing funny at all. John, right, but the fit, pre- I mean, that's that I'll give him that. That's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, it would have been great if he just would have just dropped a Baba Booey or something. He could have made it funny so easily. Instead, he literally was talking about policy as if he was a senator. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's insanely terrible. <laughs> Oh, I, I called yeah, yeah. I called tech services and lied about my identity, and then I uh, talked to them about computer parts for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even know that it was actually Ryan Long talking to them about it. I don't even have a warranty. <laughs> I fooled them. It's fucking yeah. amazing. Uh, all right, last clip I want to play from Stuttering John. He talks about Reddit and how Reddit hates him, but he doesn't care about that. And uh, just a few points I want to point out to this. But yeah, you know, I, so I, so I go on Reddit. I'll see all the people trashing me. I don't, I don't really care. You have these podcasts out there who can't resist talking about me. They love me. They love mm-hmm. me, and that's the thing. They all know who I am. And by the way, really, if ask yourself this: out of all the people who left the Stern Show, who has maintained a relevancy? Please. I'll wait. It's fairly easy. Me. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, I mean, you don't have to goof on it. You can just play the clip and be like, all right, everyone get get the joke. All right, moving on. Who is more relevant than Stuttering John, who left the Stern show? Uh, Billy West would come to mind. Artie Lang. Mitch Fatel. 
would come to mind. I mean, who's he comparing himself to? Grillo and Steve Langford? Are these, I don't, I don't know what he thinks. What's the competition here? Is he up against Casey Armstrong? What, what are we talking about? I bet you Beetlejuice still does numbers if he was to do a show. <laughs> right, for sure. <laughs> Eric the actor probably has more followers on Twitter to this day. Oh, that was one of the funniest things in the world. It's changing from the Eric the Ninja to Eric the actor. <laughs> I know. I love that guy. So uh, the Eric. other thing that's funny about John talking about how Reddit hates him is that John has created an alias, a fake alias called Joseph Kelly on Reddit. And he goes around and just posts how awesome Cedric John is. You should check out the Cedric John show. And then he asks no. people. Yeah, dude, you got to see it. It's so funny. If you go to Joseph Kelly's history and just look at what he wrote everywhere, it's like, oh, Cedric John's just out there promoting Cedric John. Oh, that's amazing. It's amazing. I love it. He does seem to have feuds with everyone, though. I guess, the, you know what the, the problem is? I guess, like, all those Stern guys, it kind of was like, that was their whole shtick is, like, getting into arguments with everyone. And that's, like, the only way they, like, know how to, you know, kind of grow is to, <laughs> to get on all these fights or whatever. But then they don't do the other thing. It's like you do the fight and then, like, make good stuff. But it's like those guys just do the fights. Well, right. And the reason why it works on Howard Stern is because millions of people are listening to you every morning. So it gets people talking and it makes it interesting. If you're just on the Stuttering John show on a YouTube channel no one's ever heard of, and you're talking about how Carla, ha, the hot Carla, he's a jerk. Like, okay. No one cares. No one's paying. The only people <laughs> listening to you are people who came because we were making fun of you. So it's not working for you anymore. <laughs> so you have you guys had a feud with Stuttering John for like a long time as well? It's been a couple of years, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, you know why? It's funny because... What we do is we we roast podcasts and we chose... No, I know, I know, I know you guys. <laughs> yeah, right. And we chose his podcast and, and Kevin and I came on and we made fun of his podcast. Most uh, podcasters either ignore us or they're in on the joke and they play along. John did the exact wrong thing. He threatened to sue us and break my legs. So <laughs> as soon as that happened, I'm like, okay, it's on now, motherfucker. This and guy we've... can't decide whether he's an Italian or Jewish. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh with that i want to remind everybody that winning season returns at my bookie winning season means doubling your first deposit winning season means survivor super contests and squares at my bookie winning season means hitting all of your parlays and props with your feet up watching your team trounce their rivals the nfl season is back Producer Chris, how much fun is it betting on football? It makes it so much more fun, doesn't it? Most of the time. Most of the time, right. Sometimes it sucks, like when Cincinnati and, and Cleveland are able to score 65 fucking points. But other than that, it's a lot of fun. Correct. And uh, last weekend, I took the Washington football team. You familiar with this team? Yes. The Washington football team? They're new. So they're, so they're playing the Eagles. And the Eagles have a lot of injuries. And I looked at the line and I said, five and a half points? Washington's going to cover that. Washington's down 17 to nothing in the third quarter. I'm like, what the fuck? How is this happening? Don't they come back and win the game? How exciting is that? I win my bet. The Washington football team has an amazing comeback victory over the. Sorry if you're an Eagles fan. I know we have some people from Philly, Bobcat. I know we have some Philly listeners listening. So uh, sorry about that. But I did win money betting against the Eagles last week. And you go to my bookie to do this. What they'll do is they will double your first deposit up to $1,000 with the promo code WATP. Type that in. They'll double your first deposit. It's free money. It's like playing with the house money. And it's so much more fun to watch football. And 
NHL. We got the finals coming up now. We got Tampa Bay and Dallas, two rivals in the NHL. I mean, these, these are some hockey towns we're talking about. Ryan, you're a hockey fan. How, how excited are you about Dallas and Tampa Bay squaring off? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel so bad for Canadians. It's never, there's never a good Canadian city in the finals. Never? What do you mean never been a Canadian city in the finals? No, it just, it, it, rarely it doesn't happen. It seems like it's like always Carolina or Florida or something. Like These people don't even know that they have an NHL team. Nashville. Yeah, lately. Like, nobody even Dude. knows that these people, they, the, the fans don't even know that they have an NHL team in this city. They don't give a shit, dude. Like the Toronto could be last every year and they'll sell out every game for $200 a ticket. Oh, I, I know. I'm a, I'm a Sabres fan and it's very difficult to go to a Sabres game when they play the Leafs because stupid Leaf fans buy all the tickets. Anyway, I digress. My point is use the <laughs> promo code WATP. Double your first deposit. Go to my bookie. There's a link in the show description in the show notes that you can click on to uh, start betting. And winning season begins today only at my bookie couple things that i wanted to play anthony cumia was talking ryan you got a minute can you hang out mm -hmm. okay i, I want to be conscious of your time so let me know don't be you... conscious of my time you, okay. I, I owe you for waking up late i'll do whatever I, you want i agree i'm at your disposal i agree with that <laughs> uh anthony cumia was this is a funny clip because what happened was anthony was talking about bonnie mcfarland and kevin brennan well kevin brennan's coming up again they were talking shit about Anthony being a right wing nut on Kevin Brennan's show. And so Anthony addresses that. And then as he's addressing that, he remembers that stuttering John did the same thing where people were talking about, he thought that Anthony was talking shit about him. So he lost his mind and he does a little impression here. They were very complimentary. I wasn't going to pull a stuttering John and come here and go, uh, if true, did you talk about my kids, Anthony? Because if true, I will come there and throw a cockroach in my house. Yeah, he goes off on a tear. And then uh, the next day he's like, oh, I found out it wasn't true, so uh, forget it. After saying he wanted to kill me and what have you. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad Anthony heard about that. I hope he heard it from our show. That was, that was very funny when the, uh, the chat room got him all riled up. Anthony Kumi is talking about your kids. He is? Oh, kill that guy. Why are you listening to random trolls on YouTube, you idiots? <laughs> oh, that That's was all favorite. people from the chat messing with him. <laughs> yeah, people in the chat tell him shit. Oh, the other thing that he does, and we'll stop talking about job, but the other thing he does is that he thinks the people, whatever their screen name is, it's the real person. So he thinks that I'm in there fucking with him all the time. He's like, oh, I'll tell you something, Carl. It's like, that's not me, Dummy. Oh, I'm not in yeah, your fucking yeah. chat room. Oh, yeah, Forrest Whitaker? You want to come and talk <laughs> shit? You've got nothing better than <laughs> I'll tell you something, Tom Cruise. Maybe you do your own stunts, but you're still five foot six. <laughs> all right. Fuck it. I, I'm always like, you know, it, it, you can see why people are like, fuck, I wish these, like, People in the chat room stop messing with people, and you're like, "Well, it has to stop working so good first. <laughs> That's what John doesn't understand. He's making this happen. <laughs> He's such an idiot. All right, uh, this is a quick segment that we're gonna do. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. And this is actually a cringe of the week follow-up. We've never done this before, but last week I played the Joe Rogan experience because Joe Rogan was off his game. And he had Adam Curry on there. And Dude, he's getting killed right now. Yeah. He, <laughs> he had Adam Curry on. Adam Curry's trying to talk about the Federal Reserve and printing money and whatever. 
And for some reason, he brought up Toyota trucks cost $5,000 in the 70s. Now they're $50,000. And Joe Rogan just started talking about Toyota trucks for like seven minutes straight. Like, that's not the point. We're not talking about Toyotas, but okay. So apparently Joe Rogan has gotten the feedback that he didn't do a great job interviewing Mr. Curry. And this is Adam talking about that on his show, No Agenda. So Joe called me yesterday. And uh, he says, hey, man, uh, we need to do a do-over. And he, was, he started apologizing. I said, no, no, man, I, I apologize because I was also completely focused on a couple things I wanted to talk about. And I didn't read the room right. And, you know, it took us three hours to get started. And so I, But we both agreed. The biggest problem we had is that we weren't using headphones. He said, man, the headphones, it, it made me act completely differently. I'm going to use that excuse. Next time I put out a terrible podcast. Well, Carl, you were off your game. Yeah, but I didn't have my headphones on. So how can I possibly <laughs> broadcast professionally? Well, Joe Rogan, if you're listening, if I was to make a recommendation for a podcast guest that doesn't need headphones and can still perform, that would be Ryan Long. So if you want to get at me. <laughs> yeah, just just don't try to do that in the morning. That would not be a good time to get Ryan Long on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> are you familiar with Opie from Opie and Anthony? Yeah, of course. I don't yeah. like know him because I moved to New York kind of like after he was out of the mix. Right. Yeah. I know you're from Canada. So I don't know if they had Opie and Anthony there. If you ever heard, you know what show. it was, it was like, it was Stern was way bigger, but then Opie and Anthony sort of had a second life in like YouTube clips that kind of became the, like something everyone talks about, but it was all from like watching the clips with, right. you know, the usual suspects and stuff. So Opie was on a show called The Wide World of Dougs. And this is a show with Doug Benson and Doug Mellard. And he was on there with with Judy Gold, which is a whole other thing. But uh, this is Opie trying to fire off a joke that totally bombs. And I just find this to be hilarious. Uh, Somebody actually sent this in to me. This joke, he's talking to two guys named Doug, and he tries this joke out. Well, I was going to say my real name's Greg, and the only name I hate more is Doug. Right? Is that true? um... (laughs) Like, you thought that was going to get, like, this big, like, whoa, yeah. That is a stupid name that we both have. Hilarious, Opie. Good one. Uh, Judy Gold's on the show, and um, Judy Gold wrote a book. Opie read the book because he wanted to get Judy on as a guest on her on his podcast. And Judy blew him off and it, and it pissed him off quite a bit. Okay. We had a, we had an awkward moment because uh, she's, she told me about her book. I read it in a day, day and a half. And I'm thinking, Oh, well now we need to podcast. So I said, where are we going to podcast? And then I don't hear from uh, Judy for like two or three days. So then, you know, the, uh, the oh, angry came out and I was like, Judy, what the fuck, man? I thought we were going to podcast and uh, talk about this wonderful book you, you, you wrote. And then she hits me with, both my kids have COVID. Even when Opie's telling the story, he's still an asshole. You would think that he would try to make it seem like he wasn't the biggest prick in the world. <laughs> Did I tell you about how I shouted at this 50-year-old woman for not coming on my show? Yeah, he thought out- he was going to be the hero of that story. Right. And instead, it's like, oh, her kids had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fairly reasonable yeah fairly reasonable and th- i love how paranoid opie is as a person which he proves in this clip so yeah. i do want a podcast opie because i haven't talked all to right you, but, like, but then it was so uncomfortable because then i'm like i'm thinking to myself did she just blow me off and now she's using her kids 
No. Excuse? No, I know now, Judy. I'm just saying because that's how <laughs> we all think because we're all paranoid sons of bitches. I know. So Opie thinks everyone's lying to him. And I think he might be right. I think he might be onto something there. When people are like, yeah, I'm really busy. I can't be on your show. I don't think they're all that busy. I think they're Chrissy Mayering him. <laughs> that's just my take on it. I could be wrong. Didn't Judy Gold do like, is she, she's, she's the one who kind of like was, you know, coming out against Shane Gillis. And then she wrote a book about like free speech. Is that, am I thinking this is that what she did? Oh, is that what her book is about? I'm pretty sure she wrote a book about how like comics need to be able to say whatever they want or something like that. Oh, jeez. I think it was like kind of crazy because you're like, wait a sec. Yeah, Judy Gold has not been relevant since I think Evening at the Improv was canceled in 1991. She is... I exclusively know her from, from the Shane Gillis incident. Okay, well, there you go. I saw her on the roast of Rich Voss, which was from the cellar. It was amazing. The lineup was outstanding. Judy Gold bombed. She was so terrible. But I think they just had to try to get a female comedian on there and uh, she was she was brutal ryan are you familiar with brian johnson from tell him steve days or tell him steve dave or comic book men no so brian johnson is a guy who uh has a show with eric nagel e-rock from opie and anthony on the compound media network called would you kindly and brian johnson has come on WATP. He was a uh, guest host that we had on one time, which was awesome. And he also is a big fan of WATP. I saw him join our Patreon recently, which I was very excited about. Brian, thank you so much for the support. We appreciate it. And he had some nice things to say about us on a recent episode of Would You Kindly? So I figured I would would play that because that's what I like to do out here. Um, oh, I have to re-thank you for uh, introducing me to uh, Who Are These Podcasts. Oh, I've, right, yeah, I, yeah. I've done something that I've never done before, and that's go back and started listening to the entire catalog. Oh, really? I've, I've never binged a podcast before, but the newer episodes that were coming out, I liked them so much. I was like, why am I not? Because that's what, if somebody was like, hey, where should I start with Tom Steve Dave? I'm always like, hey, go back to the beginning, because then you'll get all the references and shit. Luckily, you don't really need that many callbacks with his, so I can listen to the new ones while still catching up on the old ones. So I'm like 75% done. That's amazing. Brian, that's awesome. I'm really glad that you're checking out the show. One of the things that I've introduced Brian and Eric Nagel to is Patrick Michael. Yeah, and he introduced me to this guy, Patrick Michael, who I'm like, how did I live without this guy in my life? (laughs) I I haven't been very – I haven't been public about that at all, but – I love this because he's got like six or seven different names and he does like a, a dozen different podcasts that, that never work out. But yeah, I became fascinated with this guy too when they would start playing clips of this guy and just the mindset of it's very, it's very Opie like it's the mindset of here are how you should do things. Here's how you should broadcast. Here's how what uh, attracts an audience. And it's automatically, I will not do what you tell me. I will not do what you recommend. In fact, I'm going to do the exact opposite because who are you to tell me how to do anything? That's uh, E-Rock. 
And I love that analysis because I see that too. There's a lot of Opie and Patrick Michael. If Opie had never become rich and famous, he'd be the same person. More Patrick Michael talk. He looks like a guy that worked at Hot Topics. Like he's got the earring. Oh, yeah. uh, not the earring. What are those? Um, oh, the gauge. The gauges in his ears and tattoos. And, and then apparently his kids that he he doesn't take care of and has a spouse that he doesn't like and hides in a closet and just podcasts all the time. But yeah, yeah. That, that Patrick Michael guy is fascinating. All right. I love What's his name? Patrick Michael. I want to see what he looks like. Yeah, Patrick Michael has a bunch of podcasts that we've broken down on here. Actually, if you look in the uh, the Discord chat, he's a lot of the uh, emojis that people use is uh, actually Patrick Michael. But so Patrick Michael is the world's worst podcaster, and I can't get enough of him. And I'm really glad that uh, Eric Nagel and Brian Johnson are also enjoying him. We got to get more Patrick Michael stuff going. In fact, I was thinking about this, Chris. I want to do a bonus episode next week. And I think I want to do Dead Town. Maybe we've already done that, but who cares? We got to do Dead so Town. So is that why he makes new names so you guys can't find it? <laughs> no, I think he's just the worst at marketing ever. It's impossible uh. to find his shows. He keeps changing his name, the names of his shows. He ended Nine Minute Podcast. He renamed it to Under 10 Minutes. <laughs> I'm not joking. He renamed it Under 10 Minutes just to put out an episode saying, I'm no longer going to do this show anymore. And if you want to hear it, you got to go on our Patreon. That's what we should review. The final episode of Nine Minute Podcast, along with some Dead Town. <laughs> Glad I could help. Don't you think we should do that next week? Anything Patrick Michael. <laughs> yes. I'm on board with. All right. So if anyone's listening who wants to co-host that with me, shoot me a That's note. That's so funny. Yeah, because basically, I, I guess he was like, I'll, I'll just, oh, we, I did this podcast. There's nine minutes. So I'll call it the nine minute podcast. Then the next episode is 11 minutes. And he's like, fuck. Well, the best part is that his, it would go over 10 minutes and then people would give him shit. He goes, he goes guys, it's not literal. It's, it's not literal. Like, it doesn't have to be exactly nine minutes. <laughs> kind of should be kind of literal, right? It kind of should be because he's basing it on a show called the 10 minute podcast. Yeah, exactly. No, it's six minute apps. <laughs> All right. Oh, by the way, if you want to know what the nine minute uh, podcast intro theme sounds like, it sounds like this. I've been corrected on this. I thought he was saying it's the intro. Yeah. Of the nine minute podcast. Apparently he's saying, how long does the intro last oh. to the nine minute podcast? Oh, I heard the four. What does he talk about on the podcast? What's his, oh, what's his that, that's a great question. How many minutes there are. <laughs> yeah. He literally <laughs> talks about podcasting. He gets out and he's like, so I got a new microphone. I'm using my new mic. I'm holding it today. I don't have it holstered. I'm holding it in my hand. <laughs> Eight minutes left. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's what the show is. It's a, it's amazing. Every now and then I'll read a Wikipedia entry. Here's a fun fact. <laughs> Maryland State Tigers. Bird is the Oriole. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, all right, last clip I want to play from Would You Kindly. It's the greatest endorsement we've ever gotten. And then, you know, he's relentless on Opie and... Stuttering John. Stuttering John, yeah. It's just amazing. It almost is, it, there's, the show almost encourages you not to think because he's so spot on with his analysis of everything. Right. That you're, you're, it's just fed to you. It's like, 
Sopranos. There's a website called Sopranos Autopsy, which, right. which you know, I'd read the episode and I'm like, oh, I didn't see this or this in it. So it's like a smarter person breaking it down for you so that you can just get like the, the it's nuts It's just and fed to you and then you can enjoy all the good parts. And they're like, yeah, yeah he's right. Hope he does suck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Brian. I appreciate that. Uh, okay, loves you. <laughs> that's a high praise right there. I really appreciate that. Ryan, I really appreciate that you came on the show today. And I want to talk about the Boys Cast, which is your podcast. I've uh, been binging that recently. That's a lot of fun. You pretty much do that oh, nice. by yourself, Thanks. right? Yeah, yeah. I just do it in my uh, my apartment. Which is really impressive that you can just rant on things for an hour without bouncing it off of anyone, which is what I almost had to do today. <laughs> well, you know, I do a little yeah, bit what no, I do a little bit what you do too, though, because I do uh, I, I like go through articles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was what Akumi actually said. I heard him say that when I first got you. He goes, anyone that's really great at broadcasting that's been doing it for a long time should be able to do two hours of uh, a day just talking with no problem. I was like, all right, maybe that's true. Well, you're fantastic at it. The Boys Cast is the podcast for the boys. It's the only show for the boys. No girls allowed. No girls allowed. And we do have electrocution software, so if you're a girl and try to listen to it, it will shock (laughs) you. I love it. Dude, this happened yesterday. I did. So, Okay, so I went to this convention with all these, like, super rich people, and some guy wants to make a movie with me, and they're, like, billionaires there. I heard you talking about This is fascinating, by the way. I don't know how you have time for all this shit. Yeah, well, I I am. It was a little tight, but it, you know, I kind of had to uh, work around it. Like I finished some stuff, and it was three days. So this whole thing. But the important part is that I did a podcast about things I said, and then they called me back like furious. And they call, the guy that brought me. They like yelled at him, and then they called me and they go, "Dude, there's like an NDA to be here, and you can't be saying those things." And they're like, "We're gonna sue you." Oh no! <laughs> yeah, dude, and and the guy. I got like three phone calls and emails and everyone was like furious. And it was one of those things where it's like, these are like legitimate, like billionaires. And they're saying like, you signed an NDA, we're going to sue, blah, blah, blah. And I, they just, I go, gay, gay. So I had to take it down. And then it was like quite the day yesterday. I was like, shit, man. I, I kind of, and then like looking back, I go, first of all, fuck these people. But second of all, looking back, I'm like, I guess like it was a bit much what I did. <laughs> We didn't say specifically what the convention was. I didn't say what the convention was, and I didn't say the names of anyone. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm right or wrong. But I do. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter because I had no choice. Like when you're threatening to get like sued, and I'm not like I don't have money like that that I can. (laughs) Right. Well, I subscribed to your show, so I already downloaded to my phone, so I'm able to listen to it. But yeah, that's uh, yeah, exactly. There was. Anyone that subscribed could, uh, you know, they got to listen to it. But I guess it won't be on the YouTube. (laughs) dude it was a debacle the guy guy called me and also the guy that like is my friend he kind of called and was like dude like he 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 thought i was gonna tell him to fuck himself because so he was really like dude like please 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 this is gonna make my life hell can you please take this down oh man that's that's fucking funny by the way i know know that your show is just for boys but chrissy mayer is asking to be on your show She's uh she's in the chat. I think right so. I've I've said this. I, I again, most of my show is just me, but um, so I only do like a guest like once a month. So it's you know even if I do four guests, that takes like four months, right? That's yeah. is that the math? That, I, I don't know if I need to break well that down for people. <laughs> but <laughs> I th- I think I'm allowed to have girls as guests. They just can't listen. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go read the rules first to make sure. 
Got to double check yeah, yeah. the charter. Uh, but also, the girls have to pledge their allegiance to the boys. <laughs> also, Ryan has an amazing YouTube channel. I think that's probably what you're best known for. Are your yeah, YouTube the videos, yeah, for sure. Ryan Long Comedy is the uh, yeah. I do release a video every single Monday. And I, I got to tell you, I don't know how you pull these things together so quickly because you do, put them out once a week and they look like they took months to produce. Yeah, I'm doing a, it's a, it's a bit of a grind, but I, I just try to give like super strict, um, like schedules where I go, okay, if I write, I have to write in like half a day. And that has to be that when I film, I like have to do half a day. I have to like organize it quick. And then when I edit, I only edit in three hours and I kind of don't look back. You know what I mean? It's like the like I, I won't regimen. go through it. Yeah, it, it's very, it's kind of very similar to that. Yeah, so it's there is that thing where it's people spend the ninety, you know, what do they say? You spend ninety five percent of the time trying to make it five percent better or whatever it is. Yep. So I kind of have that too, because a lot of people will say like, oh, this music's a little loud here, or, you know, like, oh, it's something that you spelled this thing wrong, and I was like, okay, like so, it's like currently going viral, so obviously no one gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, how many how many uh, millions of views did your video get? All right, why are we talking? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Um, yeah no it's fantastic anyone who hasn't checked it out i, Dude, I played yesterday so i did roseanne's podcast yesterday and that's her son like likes the videos and he was showing them to her oh sweet and then <laughs> yeah he was so cool she's like a badass she's like smoking cigarettes in the in the interview and stuff it's like uh cool but that's, that's because amazing. like that was because of the videos yeah that's awesome yeah obviously you've gotten uh, a lot of fans uh from those videos and i actually played Last week, to tease that you were going to be on the show, thank God you showed up, I played the porn star video. How did you pull that together? How did you get in touch with these ladies? So I, I, I don't know. If, do you know the website, thehardtimes.net? I do, yeah. Okay, so I I was like, the, I ran the video department. I owned a part of that site. We sold it now. But, um, and Matt Sankum still runs it. But I was, uh, I was doing all the videos for that. And we got this sponsorship with Flashlight where they were giving us a bunch of money to make videos. So we were in LA doing a, a festival. And then they were like, hey, the girl who knows me, she goes, hey, if you want to do a video with these porn stars, we'll give you like a bunch of money or whatever. And then I was like, and we just like came up with that concept and then just went and they were all there. Dude, it was weird. They, um, first of all, I thought the funniest part was Riley Reed when we were doing that porn star video. She was like uh, having a conversation with someone that was like working at the Fleshlight place because they, they're doing our video. They're also like getting their pussies molded and all this weird shit for Fleshlight. Oh, well, like, that's and probably come... a typical day for them. But yeah, all right. it was, yeah, they like do it. They, it was like an assembly line. Like they would mold their pussy, then they would go do like a cam girl thing, and then they would come to our comedy video. It was fucking strange, dude. But she was having a conversation with someone and she's like, yeah, it's sort of weird. I'm in a fight with my boyfriend because he doesn't really like what I do and he's having some trouble with it. And, and the other girl's like, I, uh, boyfriends can be weird. And I'm like, this is not. <laughs> gotta, boyfriends can be weird. We got to meet Steven Dela Cruz. That guy's fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it was so strange. His, she was like some big DJ. Abella, uh, Danger, if you saw, she she looked like strange in that video because she was yeah. like fried, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked fucking, like it. Dude, the sound guy was like doing the thing. And she's like, you can just touch my tits, whatever. And he's like, I mean, I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting this mic on you, ma'am. <laughs> I wasn't going to go down on you. He's like, if you got to dodge him, you dodge him. He's like, I, I mean, I can I put thought, a mic on with it. I thought that was the best. Your tits. That was the best acting I've ever seen out of uh, Riley Reed. So congratulations. She was good. She was yeah, good. Like, all said and done, she's like, yeah, she's pretty funny. Yeah, she might have uh, a ne another Your career. Bush sticking out. Like when we edited it, we're like, is this fine? Her bush is sticking out. <laughs> yeah, YouTube's fine. But, you know what I did for that video? So 
uh, to make it, I don't know if this is anyone cares, but what I did was I made big cue cards, like these Bristol boards, and I wrote out the entire thing. So what I did was I just got all four people to just read it. And that was how I did it. So no one had to learn any lines. No one had to learn anything. I just had 10, had 10 big Bristol boards and I just held each one in front of the person and they just read it verbatim. You found and, uh, four porn actresses who can read. That's impressive. <laughs> Dude, it wasn't, That's well like, done. It, wasn't it wasn't smooth. <laughs> <laughs> a few t- take a few takes, I bet. <laughs> I mean, you, you can see in the one thing where it's like, you know, she's obviously like hacking through her lines. Like, now you know that she read all of the other lines as well. That's hilarious. <laughs> like out of the, you know, 60 lines, those were the four best ones that she said. So anything else you want to promote? Do you have any gigs coming up or anything you want to talk about? No, man. Uh, the, yeah, the most important thing is to subscribe to my YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and everything's at Ryan Long Comedy. And I do a video every Monday and then boys cast with Ryan Long. I got Scott Adams I'm doing next weekend, so that's kind of cool. No shit. The, the, that's awesome. Yeah, the Dilbert guy. Yeah, Scott yeah, Adams I, is an interesting dude. So I know. He's in so many turns, too. I, I like, like, he has all these, like, we, uh, interesting philosophies on comedy, and he made that book Loser Think. He's kind of got, like, 10 yeah. different... He's, like, sort of a self-help guy, and then he's sort of like this I hate Trump, or, like, the... Uh, talking about Trump guy, and then he has all these comedy philosophies. Interesting human. I'm loving all of the uh, the name dropping that's going on today. Drop. Oh. That, is, that is well done. We got Scott Adams, Roseanne, Riley well, Roseanne Reed. was a name drop. Scott Adams is a promotion. <laughs> that's, that's He's a on promo. my podcast. It's coming up next week. Yeah, that's a good point. You can't say like, "Hey, uh, what are you doing?" It's like, "Oh, I got my podcast." Scott Adams, like, "Oh." <laughs> Well, not to die. No, that actually is. I'm, I'm teasing you, but that that actually is awesome. I'm looking forward to that. I'm a I did drop Riley. We dropped Riley Reed's name, though. Yeah, why not? Dude, we felt like such losers there. Like, honestly, there is. You know, when you're. I don't know if you ever went to a strip club when you're uh, like 15 or whatever and you sneak in and you kind of feel like a little kid. That's how I felt a little bit with these people. Like, I was like, can you come make my comedy video, please? <laughs> and then, could you please sign this postcard? <laughs> yeah, dude. I felt like a little kid with That's these people. Funny. Um, all right, so that brings us to everyone's favorite part of the show. The This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP to get people excited about it and get them interested because we're going to do this again next week. We do it all over again, Chris. I know. It's amazing. Here's a clip from the show that we'll be reviewing. Hi, my name is Red Thunder Woman. My married English name is Michelle Robinson, and I use she and her pronouns. Native Calgarian is being recorded on the lands of the Nitsitakbi, which is the Blackfoot Confederacy. The Blackfoot south of the imposed U.S.-Canadian border are the Blackfeet, and north of the border are the Siksika, Gunai, and Bagani of the Confederacy. These lands are now Treaty 7, signed September 22, 1877, with signatures that include the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Stony Nakoda, composed of the Wesley, Chinookie, and Bearspaw Nations, and the Dene from the Sutina. I acknowledge all First Nation, Métis, Inuit status, non-status across Turtle Island as the keepers of these lands. All non-Indigenous are treaty partners with the government signing on your behalf. I honor the Blackfoot. I was born here in Calgary, or in Blackfoot, Mokinstis, as Michelle, Rob- or Michelle Elliott, another English name, which has afforded me privilege in an English colonial world, this is a podcast called Native Calgarian. God, I, maybe we should have had Ryan Long on this one. 
Oh, that's funny. She's Canadian too. She's Canadian. She's from Calgary, but she's a native. Yeah. They she's love indigenous. the land acknowledgments out there. That's what Justin Trudeau every every time he does anything, he's oh, got to do really? a land acknowledgement. Oh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> oh, it's crazy, dude. He'd be like, just so I know, this uh, land belongs to blah blah blah. And he's like, anyways, let's talk about the economy. Like every single time he does anything, he's always apologizing. That's Justin Trudeau's main thing. He comes Who out and gives a shit about Calgary. Is that like prime real estate? What do they have? Oil there? What's what's the, why does anyone live there? Could you explain this to uh, us? No, Calgary's not totally like buttfuck nowhere. Oh, okay. That's that's like a Calgary's like you know a fourth or fifth biggest city. I don't know what the maybe like a city in the Midwest or something. Kind of like oil rig boys over there. Oh, so I want to point out I'm such an asshole. I'm really bad at podcasting sometimes. Chrissy Mayer will be headlining Tiff's L House October 21st at 8:30 with Mike Figs. That's in Morris Plains, New Jersey. I, I should have asked her about her plugs, and I did not. That was very mean of me. Chrissy Mayer podcast. She's also on Compound Media, the wet spot with Chrissy Mayer. So definitely check that out. And Ryan, thank you so much for hanging yeah, out. Yeah, dude, thanks for having me on again. So I know, dude, I, I appreciate it. And sorry for waking up late. I feel like no worries. Idiot. We usually do the show <laughs> at two, but I have a wedding to go to later. So we try to do it. Right. Early, you're so. going to a wedding. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Where, what's the wedding? What's the wedding? Who, who's wedding? Who's wedding? Oh, it's some girl I know's second marriage. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm looking forward to her third. That should be a fun one. It's, it was supposed oh, yeah. to be in Jamaica. What sucks is that it was supposed to be in Jamaica next month with fucking COVID. Now, now instead of going to Spencerport, not quite That's Jamaica. Fine, dude. I love that podcast. The the she the 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 sheer. Obviously, like everyone makes fun of that stuff. And my chick, she said she has like a new job, and they and they there was ten people, and they all had to like say their pronouns, and everyone said just their normal pronouns. It's like so no one here. <laughs> so can we just ignore talk, that now? Or what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Everyone there is just like, hey, I'm a guy, and everyone's like, yeah, no shit. Like what? what? <laughs> What are we talking about? That's hilarious. All right. Well, Ryan, thanks thanks again for coming on. I'd love to have you back again sometime. Uh, yeah, dude. You've been, it's fun, you've been man. awesome to talk to. And uh, like I said, I'm a big fan. So thanks for coming up. Dude, your, your, your podcast is killing it. I remember I remember hearing about you when I was still in Canada. So you guys are fucking on the, on the come up or on the already up. <laughs> One of the two. Oh, these guys are... No one even knows who these guys are. Constantly on the upswing. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks Is it better to be on the up or on the the come up? I don't know. I don't know. All right, buddy. Thank you so much for hanging out. Please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody. (laughs) Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. (sighs) Mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Vic is not here this week because she's out whale watching.
<laughs> fuck the whales. But I brought her fuck whales. I brought her on our crossover episode, and she read reviews of the Dick Show to Dick and Sean. Oh. It was actually really funny. They don't hear negative comments about their show as often as I do. <laughs> they weren't ready for it. So it was actually a pretty good uh, bit, in my opinion. Again, that's on our Patreon, patreon.com slash who are these podcasts for as little as $5 a month. Not only do you get the, our bonus episodes, but the whole back catalog of all the bonus episodes that we put out. So definitely worth checking out. Okay. I mentioned that you don't have to call in to our line. You can just record an MP3 and email it to me so it's higher quality because a lot of times people on their phones, it sounds like shit. It's very mm-hmm. difficult. So some people took advantage of this. Hey, Carl. I heard you like quality voicemails emailed to your inbox. I'm just leaving you this high-quality voicemail to give you this important message. Vinny is a fat retard. Call me back. <laughs> that is quality. That is well done. That's how you do it, people. Let's find it. Let's get another uh, high-quality voicemail here. Hey, Carl. With Vic leaving the show, I, as a non-Patreoni douchebag, would like to cast my vote for Digine as her replacement. The time has come, and the fans deserve a review, babe. We can finally masturbate too. Call me back. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So we had another voicemailer. This is the guy who told us that he's friends with Patrick Michael on Instagram. Oh, right. We got an update from him. Fascinated by this guy's this guy's story. Hey, Carl, and new voicemail uh, response person. Um, so I'm the guy who was able to be let in on the exclusive club of Glitched Fredberg, the, uh, the Instagram account of Seamus McKillian. Oh, yeah, we know. Um, so some, some deets here he's got about approximately one person liking each of his hundred posts and it's this dude uh let's see uh he's the host of the i'm no joe podcast which is uh a joe rogan response podcast essentially it's about mma uh yeah, let's see here it, the description says uh, we do it with the most laid-back intensity you can manage from hardcore casual um so, so this dude might be interesting uh, if you want to maybe a bonus episode or something, because I don't know what the quality is of this. The I'm No Joe podcast. He seems to be buddies with Seamus. I, I think he's giving Seamus some pity likes or something. Uh, but anyways, uh, call me back. You writing that down, Chris? I'm No Joe? Sure. Good. All right. Duly noted, my friend. Thank you for that update. I'd mentioned that Stuttering John had cockroaches in his house. Yeah. And then he said, yeah, the exterminator said, I, I, they don't need to do anything. They'll just go away. It's fine. So someone called in with a story about how exterminators actually operate. Carl, you ever met a fucking exterminator? I have a neighbor, 18 houses down, who I guess had a problem with rats. And this fucking exterminator drives all the way to my house and goes to every house on my block and says, hey, uh, your neighbor, Mrs. So-and-so, had a problem with rats. They could infect the entire area. You should consider letting us uh, come in for a preemptive check or whatever. Whatever fucking bullshit he has. What fucking exterminator comes into somebody's house and goes, yeah, it's fine. I don't need a fucking check today. Yeah. yeah no, he's finding this exterminator the same way as he found his lawyer. Agreed. Well, he may have had an exterminator in that recommended the green screen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know how you get rid of these bugs. 
<laughs> Just put it in the green screen. No one will know. There's boxes and bugs everywhere. Uh, I think that's called a producer. <laughs> More so. <laughs> what the fuck's that? <laughs> exterminator. Yeah, good, good question. All right. All right. This is a real listener with some real feedback for us. Hmm. So again, take notes. Hey, Carl. I'm a real listener, and this is how I talk. Uh, the teaser is not my favorite segment. Get fucked. The teaser's not his favorite segment. No one's ever said that. I'm shocked. I'm shocked to hear that. It's the best part. You're writing that down good. It's the best part of the show, and everybody knows it. Apparently, I'm not great at ad reads. Carl, I am loving the ad reads for my bookie. Last week it was, if you have a gambling problem, you should go to my bookie. That's a real good decision. And then this week it's, yeah, I placed these bets. I fucking lost. You're not going to lose, though. Yeah, go to my bookie. Carl, this is like stuttering John levels of fucking advertising, man. What are you doing? Shh. <laughs> this guy's making some fucking points. They just signed out for three more weeks. Shh. <laughs> Don't tell him. Oh, man. All right, we got some review girl tryouts. Hey, Carl. Um, just auditioning to be your next uh, review girl because uh, I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm trans. Yeah, I can be a woman for you, Carl. Uh, you know, I can do all the same things uh, that Vic does. Uh, uh, you're fucking stupid, Carl. Haha, uh-huh, isn't that hilarious? I'm just like Vic. Um, yeah, Vinny's stupid, and I hate everything, and, um, haha, elbows, haha. Okay, so, uh, I will negotiate my fees with you, um, when you call me back. Uh, call me anytime, 313-888-2770. All right. Anytime, Carl. Uh, this is, this is trans. My name's Ollie. Trans man, trans woman, whatever. I'll be your review girl. Love you. Ali was confused by its own identity there, or their own identity. <laughs> All right, brilliant audition. Well done. Guys, 45 seconds or, or shorter, please, on the voicemail. That's all I ask. Let's get, uh, I think this is another audition. Let's see. I, this might actually be a girl. I'm not sure. So listen closely. Let me know. WATP, I heard you were looking for a new review girl. I'm actually a girl, so if you like a new one and a brand to say, call me back. Thanks. What do you think? It sounds like a girl. I think she's got the job. <laughs> That's it, huh? That's all it takes. <laughs> oh, boy. That's more on the review girl stuff. Hey, Carl, with Victoria leaving the show, I know she's a fan favorite. The obvious replacement would be everyone's favorite the one woman who has the charisma of a coma patient jen from the jingles department <laughs> call me back god it was almost complimentary and then just the opposite. reviews with jen <laughs> i think we might get jen in to do some reviews at some point who knows never know She's busy with jingles, usually. She's usually very busy with jingles. She's always telling PJ, you sang this too well, try again. (laughs) You almost hit a note there. Don't do that again. All right. 
This is the last one. This is Teresa calling in the show. I think she's nervous. She sounds nervous. Hey, Carl, this is Teresa calling back. I feel like a fucking retard because for whatever reason, I was nervous calling a podcast hotline. But I forgot to ask, how in the hell is it that you've gone almost 300 episodes without anybody making a Walking Dead coral reference? I mean, what the fuck? But, yeah, anyways, courtesy, fuck you, Vic, glad you're leaving, and we still need more Kevin. All right, bye. Bye, Teresa. I like Teresa. I do, too. I don't know why she's rounding up to 300. We're at 224, but... Yeah, it's it's a ways away. She's got some chutzpah. Well, it's funny, because she called in, and she was nervous, and then she hung up, and then she called back again, because she forgot that she wanted to make The Walking Dead reference. So she is replacing Vic. So, yeah, it's... <laughs> In the confidence department. It's pretty good stuff. So I guess the point is this. I think Vic's back next week. Probably her last show with us uh, before she's murdered in the Navy. I think the point is there's a lot of good candidates out there. Which direction we going? I'm not even sure of right now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to think. And frankly, what's crippled Jesus turned us down. I was like, oh, Jesus. I'm like in a tailspin. Yeah, I'm still recovering. <laughs> I'm still trying to recover from that. Damn you, crippled Jesus. That was the obvious answer. No, we got to find a female. We got to find a female to come on and read some reviews and tell us that we suck. Because that's that's the formula. That's the formula that we have here. All right, Chris. Well, we started the show with you. We ended the show with you. <laughs> yeah. What would you think? Oh. On a scale of uh, 1 to 2,347, <laughs> how do you think the show went? Oh, man. That's a lot of pressure. We'll let Discord decide. Well, that's retarded. That doesn't make any sense, Rick!